Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Here we go. How's it going, guys? And welcome to the LCR Media Podcast. I'm your host, LCR Nailor Tali Farrow. And on today's IBG episode, I wanted to, uh, it, it's been a little while. It, it has legitimately been a little while, I guess, since last year, probably this time, where this stuff really just starts, you know, buzzing through because I'm in the thick of it, just like all of you, you know, cutting grass, making that cash, right? Maybe some landscape maintenance, you know, depending on what time of year right now, uh, it's end of spring, early summer. So we're really just kind of mowing, going to start transitioning into trimming shrubs, got to put down another round of lawn application, which is post-emergent spraying any of the little weeds that, that broke through or that were already existing or whatever, um, you know, that were dormant and so on. You know, the usual routine there, we finished mulch season, all that stuff. So anyway, doing all this kind of work just always makes me think of all kinds of things to reflect on, as well as kind of like vlog style on a podcast, you know, as things come up, issues, challenges, successes, all the above. So I tend to share those things with you guys as well to maybe give you some inspiration, make you realize that you're not alone if you've experienced the same thing or are experiencing the same thing or will experience the same or similar thing and maybe know how to navigate it or just be prepared or whatever. You just just know that you're not on an isolated island all by yourself, right? We're all out here trying to get after it. Whatever we can add value to help each other grow. I mean, I've said this time and time again on all the all my podcasts and content and all that, but that's why I keep doing this. But so, and with that all being said, in case you haven't guessed it, I want to just briefly talk about route density again. Good old route density, right? But this is real time, real live, you know, experience, not just um, theories or past experiences. Like this is literally current stuff, current season stuff that happens and ha- and has happened for me to share and reflect on just another example of why route density is so critical, I believe, for lawn maintenance. Uh, it definitely is for me, for sure. And why? Because, well, for one thing, if you've never even heard of route density before, if this is your first time listening to my podcast and or just hearing about route density, maybe you heard it but didn't really know what the definition was. Basically, route density is just getting as much or as many lawns, as many accounts as you can in one area. Like for me, it's like in the same neighborhood, on the same street, in the same cul-de-sac. I mean, it's just stacked upon stacked upon stacked for me. Over the last nine years, it's gotten to that point. You know, uh, first year or two, I quickly realized in order to save time and get more done in the day and still have time for my life, because, you know, I went into lawn care to, it was pressing the, the hard reset button for my life, coming out of retail management for 15 years, just being completely 
battered and abused and just needed to literally restart my life in so many ways and got into the lawn care business because I just love lawn maintenance for my own um, lawns, my own house and so on over the, over the years prior to that, that I figured, well, let me, let me try and merge my retail business experience, which there's some overlap there. Business is business, you know, managing people is managing people. It's just instead of selling clothes and cleaning up clothes and merchandising clothes and handling cash, you know, all the time on registers and all that silliness and dealing with hundreds and thousands of customers on any given day. Sometimes it's, it's cutting grass, which is a lot more therapeutic for me anyway, it was, and still is. And I know a lot of you, it's a lot more therapeutic. You're, you're, you're a little more isolated. You're by yourself. A lot of times you don't even interact with people. You know, maybe the neighbors walking by with their dog or running by or driving by and they might, you know, throw a friendly wave or something like that. But for the most part, um, you know, people aren't really you're you know, you don't even see your customers a lot of times that they they're just they're just not home or they they just they don't come out because there's no reason to whatever. You might see them in transition of coming home or leaving and they might throw you a wave or maybe there's something they have a question to ask or they sent you an email or you know, left you a voicemail or something and they wanted to follow up on that. But for the most part, you're really just kind of on your own doing your own thing. So it's a huge shift from being a retail management, you know, like um, even if you start out the gate with employees in lawn care, it's still not the same type and same level, same capacity as retail management. You might have a couple of employees and, and, you know, everyone's still doing their thing, right? You're keeping an eye on them. So that's, you know, still kind of similar there, but like, you know, they're trimming in the back and you're mowing in the front and this and that, and it's just, just totally different dynamic. So I said all that to say route density was kind of discovered for me without even calling it that by default in the first couple of years for like basically the second year, because I was trying to get my time back. I was trying to heal, recover from all the craziness of retail. Like I said, press the hard reset button and get my time back, get my life back, get some control over, over my life and spend time with family and friends and potentially hobbies, you know, work on my mental health and physical health and fitness and all that stuff. So I needed the time for that. So I quickly realized driving all over town just to cut grass wasn't really the way to go. So I just focused on certain neighborhoods where I saw a lot of potential and they were closer together. And coincidentally, they were close to where I lived. So it all kind of worked hand in hand. All the HOAs, the homeowner association, the cookie cutter neighborhoods where all the houses are the same, typically shape and size and neighborhoods. I mean, the um, the lawns are typically all the same shape and size. You know, you, you get some sleepers where you get those couple of properties here and there that look like the same from the front. Then you go walk it in the back and you're like, whoa, what's going on back here? Like, look at all these woods or look at all this property. Holy cow. Or look at all these crazy obstacles, you know, the landscaping and a pool and swing set and trampoline. And you're just like, oh, wow, this is going to be a lot. This isn't the same as your average yard, a little more detail, a lot more time, blah, 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 more, more pricing. That's where walking yard still comes in handy. Um, you know, nowadays, even though you can look it up on the satellite, you know, images on different CRMs and, and third-party apps and measure it all out and get the square footage and give you a good idea. But a lot of times some of that stuff's not in there. They just install the pool and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, that wasn't on the map. So you have to adjust accordingly. But so route density is just trying to stack up all, whether it's those HOA yards or the, you know, big properties like the acreage 
they're they're all still in the same general area, right? They're just not in in a in necessarily in an HOA, and they're not all stacked upon each other because there's acres in between each house. But you can still try and market to those people if that's what you want, or if if that's all that's in your area. There's not a whole lot of marketing necessary, probably like for specifically for those versus other neighborhoods. Like it's just those. So if you can just try and stack them together you know and 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 maybe just focus on certain areas certain streets in those in those neighborhoods uh, or in that neighborhood or whatever that have acreage properties and you can just kind of do you know one after another after another and it probably take you all day just to do a few of them if they're acres and they just want you to just mow it all very minimal trimming probably no edging you're just mowing you know for hours at a time and striping everything up you know a couple times a month because all those acreage properties aren't aren't the well manicured ones with the thick lush grass because there's there's no irrigation or anything a, a lot of times and there's woods there's a lot of weeds just growing up in the grass so a lot of times it's dry and you're just hacking it down a couple times a week and if that's what you have in your area that's still profitable you, you do what you got to do but there's still route density to be had there as well so the whole point is just not to drive all over town chasing lawns, $50, $60 lawns. It's it's just not profitable. So I've really focused on building that route density. And since I am a content creator, I'm always trying to talk about route density so that I can hopefully help other folks like yourselves. You know, if, if you're struggling with that, maybe something I said will help help you, you know, tweak something or get you in line with route density. So anyway, that's what route density is in, you know, a short story long version there. Um, But I just wanted to clarify that for anyone that didn't know. (laughs) Hopefully I humored anyone else that already knew that. And, you know, you just just heard me ramble all that nonsense. But anyway, so what what's recently happened to me with route density? And and there's so many examples over the years of this. But the one of the many benefits of route density is. The ease of of access for all kinds of challenges and things to happen. Like one particular day recently, I took a wrong turn. Like literally, I took a wrong turn for whatever reason. I just you know I went left instead of right, and it took me to a different section of the route that I wasn't planning on doing at that time of the day, uh, and subsequently. You know, and and I think I was talking, I was in conversation or something, I got distracted, whatever, my subconscious just took over and I just kind of was like, oh, yeah, let me go left. We go left, you know, uh, every week, but just I didn't want to go at that time to go left. But so subsequently, when we get there, you know, I just, I just, once I turned, I just committed with it, like, whatever, I'm not going to be awkward and, and, you know, find, you know, go just go past, you know, the, the yards or, you know, go down to the end and turn around the cul-de-sac and just bail out and go back to where we were going. But in hindsight, I probably should have, but I just, I just figured, you know, whatever, let, let, let me just own it. And, you know, I committed, let's just go and we'll just knock these yards out. But when I get to that cul-de-sac, there was all types of drama going on there was all types of trucks and vehicles lining the streets and one person's got their driveway being sealed another person's got their house being um power washed or whatever roof work or whatever it was and you know the yards that we were taking care of were like all in between all that so it was kind of a hot mess and it made it very challenging you know there's obviously no guarantee, but had we had waited till later that day, then we could have potentially that then those those some of those those things might have been finished already. Um, but you know, 
it is what it is, right? Like, like I said, so we, 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 you know, we were there, we showed up, we just started chipping away at it. Um, but because of route density, we were able to squeeze in, you know, we, we were able to, e- even though it took us a long time longer to get those yards done because we had to be extra careful or whatever, we were still able to just zip on over to the next street and just keep banging them out and make up time because we have so many yards close together. You know, we unload once, do a couple yards, load back up, head down the street to another section, to another cluster of yards, two, three, four, sometimes eight yards at a clip, you know, just ride up and down the street, walk up and down the street, you know, on mowers and trimmers and blowers and just knock them all out. You can really save time, make up time that way. And it's a lot more profitable once you get to your second and third yard that you're already at without loading and unloading um, back up, then it's that's money in the bank right there. Your profitability just increases over and over again. But so I, you know, I start all this by saying it took a wrong turn because it turned into a crazy day that route density saved. Um, you know, uh, something happened to the mower and it wasn't working. So, um, in the midst of all that craziness, so we had to abort the neighborhood and go over to my equipment dealer, which is 15 minutes, you know, further, um, away, uh, 15 minutes away, but still in the same general area, just down the street, really. Um, which is again, part of route density, um, keeping everything close. I, I, of course you can't all, not everyone can have this all lined up perfectly. It just happens that there's a storage unit right next to a self-service car wash right next to the equipment dealer that I use, but my equipment dealer was first car wash and storage came, came second, meaning like being built. And when I decided that I needed a storage unit, there's plenty of storage units all over town in different locations, but one, they're all further away from our general, my general service area of the neighborhoods that we service. They're further away from, um, Kanabi outdoor power, my equipment dealer. And I don't really care about it being further away from the self-service um, car wash and, and quick oil change place for my trucks. But that does come in handy that they are close by. I mean, I can power wash at my house. I've got a little power washer. I've done that plenty of times to wash up the trucks, mowers, mainly just the mowers. Um, you know, I can just roll through something with the truck real quick. I don't really worry about the truck being too clean. It's more of the mowers keeping all the mud and stuff all nasty off of there because that makes a big difference in appearance as well as performance and and just the overall longevity of your equipment um long lasting you know i'll probably i'll I'll wash on the trailer you know a couple times a year too but the the mowers is a little more frequent so but i so i can easily do that my house if i need to but so that that's just a bonus that the self service car wash happens to also be right next to storage and and um uh, the oil change place and canabi outdoor power but I picked the storage right there because it's it's right there. Convenience is closer. The people are nice. Um, they allow a lot of conveniences for myself. There's not a, a ton of landscape lawn care guys there, which has its pros and cons. Um, then some of the other storage areas that have a ton of landscapers there that has its, uh, that again has its pros and cons. I won't go down that rabbit hole. Um, I ha- I made a video about this a long time ago on YouTube. You can check that out at Long Care Rookie on my YouTube channel. And you can, uh, if I remember, I'll put the link in the episode description so that you can just click right to it. Otherwise, you can just type in, you know, this when you click on my channel on YouTube, you can type in the search box like um, storage, you know, storage units or storage or something like that. 
and it should should come up anything any videos talking about storage and one of them is this whole thing that I went through I went to all different storage units checked them all out all the pros and cons outweighed all the stuff um, thought about parking spots versus storage units enclosed trailer versus open trailer all type of stuff I don't I don't know if that was all in the same video there might have been a separate video I think for trailers too but it all went went hand in hand for me during that whole decision process but so I uh, you know Obviously, not everyone can have all those things together, but I, I didn't ha- didn't have to pick all those things either. I could have used a different storage facility that was cheaper but further away, and you know, there's pros and cons to all that stuff. Anyway, I, I I digress. What's going on, guys? I hope I see you at the huge convention coming up August 23rd through the 25th. You can go ahead and click the link in the episode description to get all of the details about what the huge convention is. I'll just say that it's one of the service industry's premier conferences. I talk all about it in episode 251. 251, if you go back to that episode on the LCR Media Podcast, I sit down with the CEO of the huge convention, and we talk all about the origins and what it's going to have this year in Nashville, Tennessee. Great location. It's been there for many years. It's been going on for many, many, many years. Tons of great information for all entrepreneurs, lawn, landscape, window cleaning, pressure washing. the, The list goes on and on and on. All service industry. Myself. Paul Jameson of the Green Street Podcast, John Pajak with Profits with Pajak, Keith Kalfas. We're all going to be there podcasting at Pod Row along with a lot of special guests. We're going to be interviewing attendees as well as the panelists, speakers such as Marvin Salcedo, who's going to be one of the speakers with Salcedo Lawns. Uh, we're going to be interviewing him and so on. Lots of great content going to be coming through that way. You guys are invited. Definitely check it out. Like, like I said, the link is in the episode description. And if you put in code podcast, you save $25 off. Or if you just click the link, it automatically will put a podcast in there. The link that's in the episode description. Toro's brand new battery powered revolution series products are changing the lawn care industry with all day runtime from the innovative hypercell battery system. You can expect to power through your entire day, every day, head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com, and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. I'm just saying that that's just more part of route density, having everything conveniently close around to the neighborhoods that we service. So we had to go to Kanabi, got it all fixed up, back to the neighborhood in less than an hour, back mowing lawns. 
imagine if we were halfway across town in some other neighborhood or at some random yard and we had to drive all the way back across town to get to our equipment dealer to fix that and then head all the way back. That was probably probably be hours that we would have wasted and we're paying our guys like all that stuff. It's just like what what a waste of time and money that is. Right. So that's you know, that's the scenario with with that one thing. Um, I'll be honest. We also ran out of gas that day on on the like the mowers. Like I just completely, you know, with all the craziness going on, it, it's it's bound to happen once or twice a season for everybody. It gets the best of us, you know. We're all whatever, you know. We not not saying you ran out of gas, but there's always going to be something, right? Oh man, I ran out of trimmer line. I forgot to pick up a you know a new batch, or uh, you know, forgot to fill up the gas, or whatever. So you know, there was no gas in the five gallon gas can, which is kind of like the backup emergency backup. You know, we use that to fill up obviously the small push mowers and 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 um and we use it for to if we need to re refill mix um <clears throat> you know on the fly and also for the big mower just to kind of get a couple gallons in there so that we can get get through the yards that we're at before we you know head head to lunch or just head out of the neighborhood to the gas station or to finish the day or whatever but you know it's like that emergency reserve and I was out of that and I was almost out of gas on the mower. <laughs> um, so that was rough. Um, so we had to stop and drive back out of the neighborhood, down the street to the gas station, fill up the mower, fill up the gas can, and then head back down the street to the neighborhood. Again, because everything's so close, we're not driving across town to do all this stuff. For, for gas, it's easier. Even if you are across town, there's also gas stations across town. So of course you can just go you know, and, and get that too. So that's not as um, pertinent of an example, but it's just still saying going going to talking about how it was a crazy day just in general, all these random things that were going on. And the point is because we had all these yards in one neighborhood that we were focusing on that day was that route that even though we had all these random things taking us, pulling us in different directions and uh, seemingly random, right? But the, a lot of those things could have been avoided. But at any rate, they're all pulling us different directions, taking us in and out of the neighborhood multiple times. We were still able to get the whole route done because, again, we we usually end up ending early a lot of times when these things don't happen and we just are in the neighborhoods and we're just flowing through. It's usually when something like this does happen, there's an equipment equipment breakdown or it's a 100 degree day. So we're trying to, you know, pace ourselves a little bit, take some more breaks, get in the shade, you know, drink more water, whatever. You know, that will slow us down a little bit, but we still always get everything done in the allotted time that I have scheduled. But usually we get it done earlier because we're just able to make up so much time with so much route density, just flying through it. It, it becomes a compounding, compounding interest almost, you know, like yard after yard after yard that's stacked together. One group of two or three, another group of two or three, a group of five, a group of eight. You know, you just start stacking them on top of each other. Bang, 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 bang. As you drive through the neighborhood and you're just making up all this time before you know it, you just got 19 or 20 done in one day. And you're like, nice. I and mean, of course, you stop for lunch in between, but everyone's no one's exhausted. Everyone's feeling good. Again, my barring, you know, minus a, a hundred degree day, everyone's obviously going to be a little more exhausted. But, you know we still get everything done no matter what that's again the the, the another beauty of route density one more th or a couple more quick examples i wanted to leave here that recently happened it's graduation time right um so or it was you know a few weeks ago and people 
are having graduation parties, you know, myself included. And, you know, that some of my really good, loyal clients that have had forever, some of them are, are, you know, friends of ours, my wife or me or both. And, you know, they want to ask for certain favors, you know, like their kid only graduates once, right? I've been mowing their lawn for seven, eight, nine years while their kid was in elementary school and middle school and then high school, just like our kids. A lot, some of these people, our kids went, you know, to the same high school and they all graduated at the same time. And, you know, there, so it's not like this is like a every year request. It's a once in a lifetime request. Like, Hey, we're going to have a graduation party. Do you mind, you know, like, uh, changing our scheduled mo, you know, instead of coming on Wednesday, can you come on Friday or something? Right. It's like the whole, Hey, everyone wants their yard done on Friday. Right. I haven't stumbled into too much of those issues before. Only a few people here and there request have requested a Friday. I'm like, sorry, you know, that's not the neighborhood that we do on Friday, you know, like whatever, you know, I give them the whole spiel. Like you can't, you can't, mow everyone's yard on Friday. That's just not how it works, especially with the route density that I have. Like we're not going to bounce from neighborhood to neighborhood, but because of the route density, because the neighborhoods that we take care of, the HOAs are also close to each other. It does allow me to make some exceptions like, okay, sure. We'll go to a, to a neighborhood that we were already in on Wednesday, for example, I can or we can go back on Friday and easily just bang out that one yard and get it nice and fresh and clean for the weekend for the party on Saturday. And then we can just head back down into the neighborhood that we were supposed to be doing that day, the route that we had planned, which is only, you know, five, 10 minutes down the road from the neighborhood we were just in. So even though, you know, you're breaking your route, everything's so close together, it's not really that big of a deal, as well as. There was another time where we showed up at a yard and they were having their cars mobile detailed right there in the driveway. And they got, you know, the steamers and this and that. And I'm like, wow, that wouldn't be cool if we just got out there and just started blowing grass everywhere, you know, and there's just grass flying everywhere, sticking to the fresh wax and going up in the car after they just cleaned it all out and all the dust and dander and grass and i'm like oh man and we're all just laughing i was like all right i guess we'll be back so we just went to a different part of the route in a different neighborhood and then came back to that house at the end of the route It was the last house that we went to which again was only 10 15 minutes away from the route that we went to um because we couldn't take care of that one yard, like we did all the other yards in uh, in that general area in that neighborhood and then went to another one and just kept it moving and then came back to that one at the very end, which was on the way back to storage to drop the guys and everything off anyway and end our day. So again, yet another, and, and of course the people were gone, so we were able to mow it real quick and get it done. Everything was fine. So yet again, that's just a couple more examples of how because we have all of our routes stacked up, all of these neighborhoods surrounding each other intentionally, like I get calls from all over town and I intentionally say no because I don't want to get spread too thin. I don't want to end up in different areas of town. I have tried to see like where it goes like all right well this looks like a decent neighborhood i've never been in this neighborhood before or i didn't even know this neighborhood existed or i've wanted to get into this neighborhood finally someone called me after all the marketing that i did or whatever postcards flyers facebook whatever okay let's let's see what we can get in here and and a lot of times nothing happens you know i get in there i start cutting the one yard making it perfect all the time as perfect as it can be 
you know, drop postcards and door hangers, all the surrounding streets. I mean, all the surrounding um, lawns on the street and in the cul-de-sac and all that and nothing, you know, a whole year, nothing, not a single one. So we're just driving further out of our area just for this one yard over and over and over again. And it's like, this, this is, this is a, um, this is a dud, you know, there's no sense in keeping coming out here. So I have to cut them off, you know, like, well, so much for that idea because I want to protect, which is a whole another episode that I had a while back. If you just type in route density on the pot in the podcast uh, platform that you're on, definitely Spotify. I know you can do this. You can see all of the route density episodes that I've had. I've had several, I don't even know what we're at now, 7.0, 8.0, whatever. Um, But you know, this, that we, 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 I've talked about this a lot and different versions of it, different examples and things like that. But at any rate, um, I have to protect my route density by not spreading myself too thin and being hundred percent serviceable for all the yards that we already have the 20 yards in this neighborhood. And then 15 minutes down the road in another neighborhood, another 20 yards, you know, and, and so on. And then the few yards in a uh, few, um, neighborhoods in between those, uh, you know, a few yards here and there, stragglers as those start building and stacking up as people see us working or moving in and so on. That's how it all works. That's how it all accumulates. It takes a lot of no's to be able to have keep room in your schedule for all the, the right yeses, you know, in, in these neighborhoods that you want to be in to build that route density. And when you do that, you can have all types of random catastrophes happen personal requests by your, you know, your client, your best clients that want you to change your schedule for one reason or another. You can have a rain delay and just come right back the next day where you pick up where you left off. Um, You know, someone can be having their house power washed, which happens all the time, or their this also just recently happened, you know, uh, one of the local fertilization we control only companies just coming down the street, making the rounds, just spraying every single yard that we mow. As soon as we get there, I'm like, oh my gosh, the timing of this is terrible. So we just try to get out in front of them and drive down to the next street that they haven't gotten to yet and start mowing those yards. Cause now then they have to wait for us before they can start spraying, you know, and we just kind of play this game back and forth and until we double back to the yards that they already sprayed, you know, however many hours later after it's dried and absorbed the nutrients or whatever the weed, you know, if it, what, uh, yeah, they, uh, yeah, I think it was just, it was, it was still fertilization and pre-emergent time. But anyway, you know, and, and, and then we come back and we, and we cut those yards or whatever. So, which I still would rather not want to do that, but, you know, I'd rather they have done that either, you know, after we were done or like just coordinate the, the right day. Like surely they told their clients that they were coming, you know, that day or the, the day before, like, Hey, we're going to be there tomorrow or we're going to be there today. And then they could have like relayed that information to me potentially so that I could have made some adjustments if necessary. Again, having the route density allows me to make those adjustments because it's not like I'm driving all over town or whatever. Um, because just an example of another, you know, one of the, uh, the, the duds that I had opportunities where I was stretching myself too thin, where you end up going, you know, 15 minutes out to one neighborhood because of a relative or friend or family member that recommended you, you're like, okay, cool. So I'm doing one yard there. Maybe that comes to two or three. And then all of a sudden there there's people, those people have relatives or friends that are 15 minutes further away from there in another neighborhood 
to mow their lawn. And before you know it, now that neighborhood is like 35 to 40 minutes away from your furthest neighborhood that you have to go to. What a waste of time that is. And there, there were so many times where because of rain or some of the other, whatever other issues, including ones that I just mentioned um, prior that didn't allow us to finish, you know, like we had like four yards in that neighborhood all the way far out there that was 40 minutes away from, you know, the, the, the complete opposite furthest side of our service area. You know, we, we couldn't finish those four yards for one reason or another. And now we have to go back out the next day to that neighborhood, you know, which is probably only 20 minutes away from storage, wherever we started to do that, those last yard or yards, but then we have to drive 40 minutes all the way, you know, hop on the highway, which I don't like doing, pulling all my stuff and drive for, it was the only way to save enough time to be, you know, to, to not lose as much profit and spend as much wasted payroll, but drive 40 minutes all the way over to the other neighborhood, which we would have only had to drive 20 minutes to starting the day, you know, but instead we're driving 40 minutes because we're in a neighborhood that we had no business being in. So these things just end up happening if you're not careful. So I had to cut that neighborhood off because it was too far out of the way. And I get contacted all the time by those neighborhood, by that neighborhood. And I'm always, I always have to decline. So it takes a lot of discipline, a lot of courage, um, a lot of self-control. It's really easy to say yes. It's more difficult to say no, that's for sure. But you have to have your, your, your purpose and intent in mind, your goals in mind and stick to that. So if your goals route density, pick a neighborhood and grow, stick with it, market it, and try not to get spread too thin because it's easier to deal with all the issues that I just mentioned when you have all of your routes all on top of each other, you know, neighborhoods all within 15, 10, 15 minutes from each other. It's it's a lot easier, you know, your, your, your crazy days, your wrong turn days can be saved when you um, and you can make your really loyal clients happy by rearranging your schedule when you have good route density so that's all i have on this uh eh, kind of short and sweet i guess for a route density episode but that's all i have for for this episode today thank you guys for listening as always and thank you to the toro company for sponsoring the lcr media podcast and until the next episode this is the lawn care rookie signing off This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.